Can't speak. What am I supposed to do? I hope you hear me when I take a look at you. Mango kisses, you have something to show. So delicious, mango kisses. But Bobby has to go on a summer night. I left her all alone, but before I left, she had something to show. So somebody followed me on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure it was your brother, and I followed him back, and then they had a video of them dancing, dancing with a mask on. <laughs> That was, that was my brother, man. He's 14. He, he, I saw that. I woke up yesterday and I opened up Instagram and I was scrolling mind in my own business. And usually I forget that I'm following him until I see something like that. I, it, uh, he has one of those Marshawn Lynch, uh, help you breathe right masks. It's so, to stop you from breathing. It's to stop you from breathing so you can like control your breathing and breathe accurately or efficiently. But apparently those masks don't even work. Like it's okay if you're in a different climate or at a different altitude. It, it just makes it harder to breathe. It makes it harder to breathe. So I see him dancing with this mask on and I was just like, oh no. And like he was he was enjoying himself. He's fourteen years old, so don't He was into it. He was really into it. And you know, I don't know why he had the mask on though, but it was it was it was fucking with me a little bit. And like I was uh, you know, I don't judge because the internet was not the way it is now when no, I was 14 no. and I would have been doing some wild ass yeah. shit. Yeah, that's what it is. See, I ruined my whole life. He's from a generation where he's like coming up like in it. Like we were part of generations where we were like new to it and we got a chance to use it. We had dial up. Um, I was at a barbecue with Reggie like a day or two ago and I was making the dial up noise on the back porch. Did you hear me making the dial-up noise on the porch? No. no. I was was it, it before or after that girl had a seizure? Uh, it was after. It mm. was after. I didn't expect that to happen either, but, you know, in retrospect, I don't know if I should feel bad for how calmly I reacted to it happening, because she just dropped and started, like, you know, just started shaking. And everybody else was like, oh my god, oh my god. And, like, you and I were just sitting there, and we just looked down at her like... Just give it a few seconds. If it was, if it had gone on for too long, of course I would. Right, have right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see how long it was gonna last. Yeah, so and then, uh, yeah, yeah. And but, then that that lawyer man, you know, was talking to her. So I was like, oh, yeah, I just yeah, went inside and got to a yeah. a brew dog, as they call them. Who calls it a brew dog? What's a brew dog? Uh, Did it have beer in it on it? Why is that? I think that's from a cartoon I saw. Okay, they're calling right. beer brew dogs. Okay, that's a little bit more acceptable than what I thought. I mean, I would cool. never seriously call it that. No, yeah, that's a little. That's that a little idea is still on the floor from from episode one and two. It is in I the for... same exact. Do you just sweep around it? No, I just forget that it's there. Like I think I pick but it up, but it's in the it just, seam. Like it, it hasn't moved. It falls back down on the floor. No, it doesn't. It's sometimes I found this gentleman's void card. For, you, for those of you that don't know, a FOIA card is a gun uh, for essentially owning a gun in Chicago, Illinois. And I just keep forgetting to drop it off in the mailbox. Um, he lost it. Just oh, throw it out. I could just throw it out, right? It's, been, found, a, it's been a really long time. I found that shit in like August just of last year. Church. It's been about a year. Yeah. Yeah, he probably has a new one now. And plus, like, if you don't, if you can't, if you're not responsible enough to keep your FOIA card around, do you need to have a gun? You or probably dropped a gun somewhere, too. Yeah, okay. I, I don't want to find <laughs> out, though, because motherfuckers is getting got out here. This is another episode of Spit Sessions. Um, it's been a little bit. How you guys doing? Uh, we have. They got to pause so they can answer you. That's real cool, man. That's good. Good. How your family doing? 
Alright, so anyway. You know they do that on Dora the Explorer? Have you ever actually watched that show? I have, and it's highly upsetting. They're like, which way? To the castle. And then they just look at you for 38 seconds. And what pisses me off is the pause is way too long. Oh, like, way I'll, too long. I've answered the question already, and they just sitting there staring at me. And I'm like, and they, okay, that's good. I'm like, you didn't hear what the fuck I just said. <laughs> like, one time it paused, and it was just like, how are you doing today? And I was like, man, I got in trouble. My mom don't like me. I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, no, it's not, bitch. So yeah, that shit's tripped out. We came back, a lot of things have transpired since um, the last episode, so we came back with a whole bunch of stuff that we want to talk about with you guys. Random. One of the things that we want to talk about, there is a a, a lot of uh, confusion regarding what constitutes as a date. Like, I'm getting the minor things out, like, just just the random things. So that's one of the things I want to actually ask you about. I don't think it's confusion. More so is it becoming a meme online and people just asking, but it got me thinking. Nah, there's real confusion. There's real confusion. <laughs> so what is a date with Reggie Johnson? What does a date with the the man with the plan himself consist of? Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys want me to drop this realness on lay, you. Right lay it now. down. Lay it down. I'm ready for this. So we're all equally awful and a date is whatever is convenient for us given the social dynamic. So, you have a woman on uh, on Twitter say, well, I don't know if, if it's not a date unless it's this, this, and this, right? And that's that's if you have a, a random gentleman caller, right? If somebody pops up out the blue and they want to take you on a date, it's like, well, that's, you know, let's go to the signature room, spend $200, <laughs> all this stuff, and I understand that. That's not unfair. But, flip it around... If it's a guy that you're interested in and it's Netflix and chill, and then she asks, what are we? And he says, I don't know. We were just kicking it. We're friends. That was a date to her. Uh, and vice versa. Uh-huh. So when you want somebody real bad, yeah. it's everything's a date. Yeah. If it's just a random person trying to talk to you while you're buying whatever at Jewel, some Captain Crunch cereal, then uh-huh. a date is uh, some shit out of the movies. Yeah, Exactly. Like, we was both in uh, the Mariano's or the Whole Foods, and we touched a pineapple at the same time. And we looked into each other's eyes like, this that counts as a date. We both getting produce together, getting vitamins together, the nutrients, all of those, the minerals. But to me, a, a date is, uh, it really doesn't matter to me. I just like spending quality time, I suppose. Like, I've had moments where I'm just like, all right, let's go grab some coffee. It's it's like, pro- right, yeah, cool. but it, it, well. You know, but it all depends on the intent to me. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, let's just go grab, let's just kick it. Like, you know, and we'll end up spending time around one another, eating, drinking coffee, maybe grabbing something to eat, talk about this, that, and the other. Because majority of the time, I'm just genuinely trying to be cool with somebody. And I like, I like having female friends or ladies. See, that that's where you get in trouble. You can't have... None of this exists in a vacuum, right? So you just can't say definitively this is a date and this is not. Exactly. Because, for instance, I went for coffee with uh, that person uh, mm-hmm. totally platonically. Yeah, her. And then they they yelled at me for leaving them on red for 24 hours. <laughs> Why do people do that? Somebody that I knew for one week did that to me. Why do people do that? So I guess they thought that was a date. I didn't think it was a date. I hate that. Like, I intentionally leave my read my red receipts or read receipts, whatever they're called on so that someone knows that I got the message and to not I, I like to offer that peace of mind it's like hey did he get this like is this happening it's like yes I got it but I'm either doing something at the time I'm either working I'm either 
uh, talking to someone in person, or maybe I'm just tweeting things on on Twitter. And you maybe just the gotta... shit that you said to me is stupid, and you can't, there's nothing to say back yeah, about it. That is also, or maybe it's not stupid, but like you know, conversations end. They you do. know, the subject can be resolved, and then if you want to continue conversation, you got to bring something else up. We don't we don't have to be in a never ending correspondence, like a loop of just you say something, I say something. You say something, I say something. Unless your conversing game is just that on point where I want to talk to you and topics are coming up and we have like actual discussions, in which case I more than likely might just call you on the phone or hang out with you in person, in which case, you know. But other than that, I don't understand the struggle with wanting someone to constantly respond to everything you're saying especially i I think it honestly just comes from wanting attention which is okay everybody wants some form of attention Yeah, if you like somebody you want them to talk to you but you also have to help facilitate that yes you have to make it easy if you send me what do you do when somebody sends you a one-word response usually that's it Mm. you know what we all have at least one friend that all their responses are lol yeah letter y uh Shit like that. And then it's like, oh, you left me on scene. What am I? It's like, I don't want to talk to you now. I'm pretty sure we broached this subject at some point. We're going a little bit farther into it. But it's like, look, man, you can't see. And then I think people expect more from us because we, we talk a lot and shit. And we're we do out talk here. a lot. But yeah, I can't sure. I can't carry you up the mountain like that. I can't. Like I can only do so much. Like how many how many ass eating jokes do you think I can make to like save a conversation that's like failing? I can't. I don't have it in me. You know, I can do enough to, like, keep it from sinking super fast. But you got to at least, don't just, just do something to each his own. And then there's people who set the precedent making things like that acceptable. So there's other people to blame and such. But if everybody just relax, don't be musty, don't be thirsty, then <laughs> it, all, it came full circle. You saw that? Then we'll all get along and we'll all have meaningful, more meaningful You just got to communicate, man. If yeah. you If you want some shit to be a day, you got to say so. Or you can say... Hey, we're meeting up. I think this is a date. It's yeah. easy. It's really not that complicated. Yeah, it's you know, uh, we got a segue here to some romantic stuff because mm-hmm. I had a female friend recently tell me that I have quote fuckboy tendencies, and Ooh. I think that is incorrect. That's man. offensive. That is very offensive. What tend? Did she specify this? She didn't specify. <clears throat> I I asked for examples and I got none. There, you got to come with receipts if you're gonna tell me something. Like I that. think I'm in a, a tough position where. I, I really want to be single right now, and and I don't think people are cool with that. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy being well-liked, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I've turned into somewhat of that cliche of like, mm-hmm. I, I just can't open myself up right now. I just it's not quite that ridiculous, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, I dated a lot my whole life, yeah. and I'm just taking a break. It's okay. No, that's understandable. And... Uh, <clears throat> So is there anything wrong with that? No, it's know. not. As long as the intent is known, this is like you're letting people know ahead of time, like, hey, this is the situation, then you can't be held at fault for, you know, unless there are certain people who try to finesse you into a relationship where it's just like, hey, I'm going to just leave my toothbrush over here right quick. Or, or, you know, just, and which doesn't necessarily mean they're trying to finesse their way into stuff, but there's small subtleties that can show, pop up little flags like, Wait, hold nah, on. I gotta know somebody at least a year before they sleep in my house. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like we said, it's been a while. Uh, I want to hop on this uh, topic or subject or story before Reggie gets a chance to, even though it would be interesting to catch it from his perspective. So, oh, that reminds me. <laughs> we have been sent books 
Ah, oh, fuck. That we... You gotta pull up the email. I have to pull up the email. Yes, I do. Hold on. So, what happened was we have been sent books um, to check out and essentially let you guys know that we checked out. It's a very interesting, like this guy from uh, the UK, a guy from London, he was really, really cool. He reached out to us. Uh, and the whole book is based around uh, providing incentive and encouragement and inspiration to uh, prosper, whether it be personally or in business. Like the things are both relative to one another. It's all situational. The Wait, hold on, hold on. But... I'm just going to say what I want. And if you feel like you need to edit this out, we're still going to read the cop. I'm not going to say it. Listen, listen, don't get scared. <laughs> Delancey just got real scared. I ain't get scared, but I looked at him like, oh, <laughs> you know, Dave Chappelle when keeping the real goes wrong. And then, like, I just want to, like, I just want to give give y'all the real setup. Niggas so, from the UK be crazy, man. We, no, we no. just got an email. Oh no! And then he sent it to me, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to uh, promote this book? It's you know, he's like a <laughs> minority <laughs> authors, I guess you know, small time dude." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Like, are we gonna get money?" He's like, "No, nah, but you know, we could we should support people." And I was like, "Yeah, you know." <laughs> <laughs> we can do that uh and then you know test it out see from there and then we get these these books in the mail and uh i didn't read the whole book right but like as soon as you i think on the back cover he's posing with a, a lamborghini or some shit yeah and then i read the the foreword or the the prologue so did i and then he's basically like yeah if you want to get ahead in life you gotta find dumb motherfuckers that you could just like get shit out. <laughs> that of. That shit lowered the morale. And I was just like, damn, a lot. It, mo- it lowered the morale. Like, I had a million dollars when I was nineteen because I just. Here we go. I'm gonna read the excerpt. All right. It's his whole biography. You're not even about to read all. No, that. no, no. Just a quip. Here we go. Charles Gordon still recalls his initial reaction when, at the age of twenty, his accountant broke the unexpected news: "You're worth a million. While most young men of his age would have been on the phone, order a case of Cristal champagne. And planning the party of a lifetime, Charles' initial reaction was simply, "What's the next financial milestone?" Wow, that was that was that was inspiring. That was really really cool, and I respect. I respect that, this I guy. Like, okay, cool. Because this is a lesson that we can all learn from. Yes, yes, it's very important. What know? do they always tell you? What's the the cliche thing? Like, what, the worst thing that can happen is somebody tells you no. We got a random email, and we just could have been like, "Nah." Yeah, that's true. But we said yeah, and yeah. if he sells one book. It's yeah. worth it. It took yes. him 30 seconds to send us that email. That so, yeah. But no, that was like definitely, that was definitely a moment for me where it's just like, okay, cool. And then I looked at the table of contents and then like some of the, the chapters in it, you know, the, the first one is, is it all the con? Second is what is an entrepreneur? Knowing yourself and what your limitations are, so on and so forth. And there's a lot to be gleaned from this. I feel like, uh, I haven't finished reading it in its entirety. So what I'm going to do is like, this is just a brief introduction to the book. We'll leave the the info in the bio. We'll leave the book codes. I'm not even sure what they're called right now because I, I read digital copies usually in the bio as well. And if you want to check it out, I would highly suggest that you do so. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was definitely a lesson. So that was, that was cool. So back to what I was saying, mm-hmm. well, I was at work and I had Reggie's copy of this book. I was like, Hey, slide by and get this book, slide by and get this book. Cause at this point I'd had it for at least a, a week or so, a week and a half potentially. So he stays near me now. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drop the book off. It's all good. You know, he doesn't have to come. I to moved me. what three blocks from your job. Yeah, essentially. So I, I get up and I'll walk over towards Reggie's place. I walk up to the building. And I'm looking 
for the mailbox. I'm like, hey, where's the mailbox? Like, I can't see it. I'm like, where the fuck does he put his mail? So, all right, cool. You know how some buildings or some apartments have a little foyer area? Like, you open a door, there's a little area in there, like the mailman will drop the mail, not drop the mail off in the mailbox or something like that, and then he'll just turn around and like leave. So I see this door, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, it must be here. I open the, I open the door, and I look to the right, and there's a couch. And I'm like, I was like, wait, hold on. I look on that couch and Reggie is sitting there in his living room. So I inadvertently broke into his house. What, From your perspective, how was that? Like, what were you doing before I walked in? Because I walk in and I was just like, uh, and Reggie looks at his room and he's like, did you invite him over here? He's like, hell no. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I was looking for the mailbox. He was like, do you just walk up to random houses? And twist the knob and walk into houses. I was like, no, I don't. But I thought I was going towards the mailbox. And I still have not found the mailbox. Nah, that's day. not... The mailbox isn't in my house. Where's what the mailbox? First, okay, we don't have one. But that's okay. not... All that's, right. Here's the deal. So, Delancey said, come to the restaurant, pick up your book. He almost always works for the clothes. Mm. So, you know, he messaged me this early in the day. But I was like, yeah, like, let me wait till he's there type shit. Yeah, yeah. I he didn't it. specify that he was working the morning shift out of nowhere. I did not. So, he got off of work. And then just busted up in my house, like, on some Steve Urkel shit. And then I looked, like, I looked over and his face was just peeked in. Like, he didn't even walk in normal. The door opened, I'm like, who the fuck? And then his head, like, little rascals when they peek around the corner all stacked up. It was like, just his head and he's all smiling and shit. I'm like, what are you happy about? Like, you're evading my privacy. What's crazy, though, is, like, I don't even be in my living room that hard because... I'm not, either I'm not home or I'll be in my room because my room's the only one with the air conditioner. You know, I got my own TV and shit in there. So I was out there just, you know, kicking it with one of my roommates before we all dipped off to do our things. And then, but uh, he was pretty upset. <laughs> Your roommate was? Not like real upset, but he gave you a talking to. He did. And it was like, it didn't go anywhere because I was like, Number one, I was embarrassed, like, a little bit, because I just accidentally, I was like, oh, shit, this is dumb as fuck. I shouldn't have done this. Our, our mailbox is, uh, so our landlord, it's a two-flat, and our landlord lives on the first floor, and it's just one mailbox, and then he brings us our mail, for, I think, because he's lonely. Oh, Which is fine, but, uh, yeah, we don't we don't have a mailbox. Okay, that's understandable. That's, yeah, that's kind of sad. Uh, yeah, his roommate was just like, yeah, what you, 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 what you doing in here? Like, you lucky we ain't have it on us. And I was like, no, y'all not strapped? And he was just like... Well, how you just walk in the house? I was like, you just leave doors unlocked? And he was just like, we ain't leaving unlocked. I was like, y'all live here, though. Now, nah, here's what happened. He did leave it unlocked because he mm-hmm. got, uh, we got some uh, shit going on in Chicago. I, <laughs> you don't gotta <laughs> specify. You ain't gotta specify. It's all good. I saw you, like, do a 180. Well, I'm trying, trying to think about it because I don't think it's a big deal. Anybody who smokes weed in Chicago knows that you could get it delivered to you illegally. <laughs> It's all there's a service. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what it is. We ain't I'm not going to give you the phone number. We ain't going to say that. You want to get uh, that. Yeah. It's just like half baked, you know, uh, the nice guy shit. It comes in little bags like that and everything. So basically, he had the delivery man come and then the dude left and he didn't lock the door. And that's why Delancey was able to get in. Right. And then, funnily enough, <laughs> the next week. That's a word. <laughs> the that's next a- week, he did the same shit. He came in the back door. And then, well, that's the thing. Nobody ever goes to the front door, so that's yeah. why I thought that shit was extra weird. Because I was like, uh-huh. "Who the fuck is even at the front door?" Nah. So they do. My roommate came in through the back door carrying some shit. Forgot to lock the door. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the living room. One of my other friends just walks in and grabs a blunt out of his hand. <laughs> 
And then he has a nerve to say, how does this keep happening? <laughs> Buddy the feds, fam. I feel like he unlocking y'all door and just leaving it like leaving that on Because he's leaving the shit unlocked. He's leaving that unlocked. So then fast forward to, I don't know, a week ago, Delancey come by to the back door. And then my roommate just stares at him through the window for about two whole minutes before he lets him in. Mm-hmm. And I know he, I knew he was doing it too because it was taking him a while, and I was just like, just open the he door. He was just looking at you. Yeah, I was just, just open the door. I ain't the fed. Like I ain't got a wire on. It's your, it's your weed, man. You got to be careful with that shit. So he he taught Delancey a lesson by making him wait the second time. Not really. I mean, a lesson in patience. I just stood there. I ain't really care. I was like, okay, you gonna open the not? Yeah. So Bill Maher uh, called himself a house nigga. Yeah. That was that was very very random. It was very very, and one of the things that irritate me is people being like oh no he's like a liberal leftist dude it's okay if he just uses drops, drops the n-bomb or like i don't know he the context was i think he surrounds himself with the fact that he and it's been a topic that's come up several times with the fact that he does date black women so he feels like he's been swimming in the in the chocolate jello pudding pops a little bit enough to where the brown is on him and he can just Say what he wants every now and then. They say you are what you eat, but that's not something that should be taken to heart. You shouldn't wow. be out here. That was I feel clever as fuck for using that <laughs> reference right now. But you shouldn't be out here doing things like that. That's not that's not acceptable. And Ice Cube got in his ass a little bit. I don't know if you've seen that. I read the interaction. Well, I, I, I watch every episode. Of the you show. do? Yeah. Okay. Is it like I, I only see clips, so it's hard for me to like form an opinion on the episodes in their entirety. But does it seem like kind of rough sometimes? Like certain episodes seem like. He's walking the line a little bit, like the things um, he says. Oh, the, on the main episodes I've seen are regarding uh, Islam and like like religions and stuff, and he seems like an asshole when he's talking about. Those I things. I like that show because we're we're in a time right now where like news is weird. Obviously, cable yeah. news is weird. Local news doesn't cover enough, and then we are turning to comedy shows to inform us in ways that they've never had to before. Yeah. So, you know, The Daily Show before Trevor Noah ruined it. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Nightly Show when it was still on with uh, Larry Wilmore. And then, you know, this is another one, right? Yeah. Uh, I So I enjoy d- the debate, regardless of whether he's a comedian or what. I respect the fact that he has people from both sides. Usually, 98% of the time, he's agreeing with the left. But it's an open platform for somebody... Especially somebody who's telling falsehoods to really bury themselves and have to answer in some sort of form, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're not even getting that from him, from or like our president or anything. You know, no, it's like no, yeah. people are very clearly in the last couple of years running from debate and and truth, and they just want a lot they, of dipping and dodging, right? They, they they just want what they think and what they feel to be heard without somebody having a rebuttal because a lot of things sound good. When people just lay it out for you, you gotta sit down and sometimes listen to us for like an hour or so, and we say a lot of things, and that shit might sound logical or good to you. But if somebody were to come in here and be like, "Oh, really? Show me some receipts," I actually feel like we would have receipts for them because we yeah. look up things before we say them. But if we were just sitting here bullshitting this entire time, <laughs> then there would be a problem, and we wouldn't have people on this bitch. It would just be like, "Nah, man, you gotta go home." Like, and more than likely they broke in, like I broke into your house because I haven't <laughs> invited anybody over here. But it has been. People have been getting in his ass repetitively. Right. So I, I like the idea of having a live show where yeah. it is it's full of debate. Uh, as far as him personally, I don't agree with everything he says, but again, like he's he's held accountable on his own show to his own guests. Usually, they have it's about four or five people total at the same time. Like talking. a panel, right? Right. There's a panel. <clears throat> so people tell him he's full of shit. He tells him, you know, it's like so you're. 
you're you're getting that. So to I know people already weren't liking him, but I think that it's not like he has one of these Rush Limbaugh style shows where he's just yelling into the air all of the crazy stuff he believes, whether it's crazy or not, you know, like whatever. Uh, point being, it's like every every time that his show is on, he's putting himself out there, and you know, regard like he has. He he calls for a reform of Islam, whether you agree with that or not. Mm-hmm. I respect the fact that he has Muslim guests to re- rebut or, you know, yeah, either yeah. way. So as far as this incident is concerned, 100% you should not be saying the N-word. Why would you do that? Why would you? The context, I, yeah, there's really no reason. There's so many other things you could have said. I'm but what did, to... what did bother me about it, the reaction is, it's uh, like... Again, no excuse for using that word. The context was missing, at least the the clips that I saw online. Yeah. The the whole setup was he had this Uber Republican guy on that he was talking to one on one, and he said something to the effect that like, basically he he was trying to further his platform, which is not good for you know gay people, minorities, etc. The usual women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, I want uh, I want you guys out here like work with me in the fields. And then uh, Bill Maher, trying to be the uh, witty comedian, said what he said. Shouldn't have said it. Think before you speak. Yep. Totally. Yep. Uh, what was that, What was the dude's face when he said that? The, the, the dude's face was just like, I want I want to see that clip. He was like, nah, I'm a house. He was like, I don't work in the fields. I'm a house nigga. And the dude must have been like, uh, okay, I'm going to let you. Like, you I know think, you... Uh, I, I feel like he gave a polite laugh. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I get it. Like. White comedians should not use that word. White people should not use that word. And hopefully he understands that he shouldn't. In his apology, he's like, look, you know, people forget that I'm a comedian even though I'm doing a news show. And I'm just trying to, like, always be on, always be funny. And I made a joke that wasn't funny in retrospect. Whether he believes that or not, I think the... I understand that apology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it was tough watching people like... Uh, Eric Dyson come out to not defend him, but to say like, yeah, he did something really stupid, but like don't erase 20 years of, you know, helping fight for equality and giving a voice to, um, you know, he's had KRS one on his show. He's had most deaf. He's had to live killer. Mike has been on his show. Uh, killer Mike was defending him and getting his ass reamed on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's easy to, jump on somebody for using a word and i don't think that there's anything wrong with us holding him accountable for using a word but for instance what killer mike was trying to point out on his twitter feed was it's like we're 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 willing to put a lot of energy into something like this but it's him using an inappropriate word in an unfunny joke uh in a flippant way like is that equivalent to the stuff that you are hearing on the news all the time mm-hmm. or the stuff that uh you know the things that your these large banks are doing to to our our communities right like there's there's a lot more issues and bigger issues things that actually affect um you know whatever our group is gay minority women yeah what have you uh like let's put our focus on that because this stuff is like total red herring i feel like you know, yes yes hold them accountable but it's like the 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 magnitude of what we did here because a comedian 
said something dumb one yeah. time versus the, the the reality that we face every day. Like, that's the kind of stuff that gets me. Yeah, you know, honestly, it was really interesting because you said that don't disregard 20 years of actually helping out the cause or doing this, that, and the other just because they made a flippant remark. Uh, and I understand that, but there's also, you know, just because of the words that were used. And that's really interesting because at the barbecue, there was a, a gentleman that I was having a conversation with and he was essentially saying that if I support your cause, I shouldn't be necessarily like, don't, don't exile me because I don't use the correct terminology. And the example he was using was the, um, pronouns pronouns yeah using pronouns correctly or incorrectly he was like you know honestly if i've if i've supported the cause like if i've i've donated i've been to marches i've written letters to these governors or so on and so forth if i accidentally use the wrong pronoun i'm not being transphobic i am i'm trying to learn you know um not quite the same thing but i totally no, agree no uh, uh, yeah exactly for instance um my niece met a friend in college who is gender neutral, gender neutral woman, right? Mm-hmm. And it's while we are all like, you know, very open and progressive on the issue, we've never uh, been social with someone like that, right? That's new to us. So we'll slip up and we'll be like, oh, she, this, she, that. And because it's, like, it's all based off appearance. Right. And then we feel bad. So we, we actually, we just, uh, or my sister took her side and she's like, hey, you know, we totally respect you, but it's like, we're going to goof up. Don't hold it against us. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've had to do something like that. Similarly, uh, when I was at work, uh, I ended up working at a different location and there, there's someone who uses the pronoun she, but for the first time in my life, it came around someone that uses the pronoun they. So what I did was I, I, I try my, try the hardest that I can. I do as much as I can. I wrote down, um, like little, markers like next to on the schedule because there's like a lineup i wrote like a t for day or or an s for this that and the other and i have i try my best to ingrain because i feel like it's all about adaptability you we're getting older things do change things are different but uh you shouldn't be stuck in the same place and for me it feels like if someone is is introducing this it it's not the same thing but it's if you i've more than likely use this um, reference before if someone comes to me and they let me know what their name is or something like that and I'm just like oh can I call you something that's not what the fuck you just said that's not necessarily disrespectful it's just like hey I'm more comfortable with this but if the person tells you like no this is what you called me it's mm-hmm. like that's just what you call them you know um, and the example that this gentleman at the barbecue used was that maybe a few years back RuPaul may have gotten into trouble for using the word tranny or in regards to trans people. Um, and he was saying that RuPaul has done a lot for the LGBT community. Like, because yeah, he doesn't that's... use the right pronouns doesn't mean you should, like, yeah, spit, that's ridiculous. spit in her face. I like, mean, he, he he identifies as he, right? He just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I've used I think he she... just dresses. Yeah, I, uh, I think he just dresses in drag. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure myself. But, I mean, he honest. helped... Imagine all the shit that he had to go through to, to somewhat mainstream... And make that acceptable, you know, yes. like yeah. having a, a a drag show, a TV show running, I think it's still on. Yes. And to jump down his throat because he didn't use the wrong, or, you know, he used the wrong terminology. Yeah. When he's ingrained in that community, I think we need to, you know, press a, pause on the outrage machine for a second, you know, before we 
we jump to stuff. I get it. Like people fuck up and, and let's hold them accountable. But, you know, to go back to the Bill Maher thing, if, you know, Bill O'Reilly has that famous clip where he calls that that young uh, black professor. He says he looks like a crack. He looks like it. Yeah, he looks you okay. look like you sell crack. That's oh, okay. 800 times more That's racist than what horrible. Bill Maher did. And credit to Bill Maher. I don't know anybody who would say the N-word on their show and then the following week have Ice Cube on live TV Getting in to, tell, to tell them what's up. I really respect that, too. Yeah, have a live show, and the next week after you make a, a big mistake, you have three black guests to hold your feet to the fire over what you did. Yeah, yeah. And he got it like He got in his ass. And I listened to some of the clip with Ice Cube. Like, you could tell Bill Maher, he did it not knowing what was going to happen because it's live. And when Ice Cube started getting in his ass, he was getting a little bit frustrated. Like, okay, okay, you made your point. And Ice Cube was like, nah, no, well, no, I didn't. No, I, I didn't. I, where I noticed that is when he said that he sounds like a white trucker sometimes, which I don't know. I disagree with that. Bill Maher respectfully disagree. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I I respect the fact that right now we're, we're super polarized, right? It's like yeah. everybody seems to be super liberal or like super uh, conservative. And Bill Maher is one of those people who's very liberal, but, you know, he's he's outside, of, you know, he has his own things. He's not just, like, rank and file, right? Yeah. And again, not to say that I agree with all of his views, and I know that his, his big thing is liberals disagree with him on Islam, right? Yes, yes, because he's, he's an atheist, I believe, so he doesn't really hold certain religions in or high regard. Yeah, yeah, or um, any at all. But, you know, and then, I don't know, is there another one? I watched the show, so I should be able to list them all. But, yeah, again, if, if, if you're going to have, hit, I think his show is very unique in the sense that he's he's willing to engage. Yeah, he is. No he other is. show, you know, Bill O'Reilly is going to have uh, a Muslim dude on his show and just shout him down the whole time. Yeah. Back when he had a show. Back before, when he had a show. Before he was sexually harassing people and got fired. That's what your ass get, bro. It's all good. Um, another comedian... Kathy Griffin got in here. She was holding somebody's president's head. Somebody's president. Somebody president. Um, she was. Uh, it was. I didn't even watch the clip because I, I saw pictures. I I, like, yeah, I didn't know it was a clip. I saw a picture too. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "What is this?" She got in trouble. She got in trouble. I wouldn't. But it's understandable. Yeah. Nobody likes Donald Trump. The majority of people don't anymore. Yeah. If they ever did. Yeah. But you, it's still. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that because that's a federal offense. When, when you you can't do anything similar to threatening somebody's president. Well, uh, it's it's it's. You she's remember? gonna she's gonna be investigated, but obviously she's not yeah, planning to murder like she the president. Not, she she ain't strapped. She ain't got shooters out here. But. Yeah, you know I. She should just be smarter than that. Look, she, she has. She can do that. That's fine. And. There's, I'm sure, a bunch of liberal people who are like, oh, like, that's cool or whatever. But yeah. at the same time, when you have, when you make your money off of E, right, or whatever it is, they don't want no political shit like, no. like that. No. You so fuck- she's going to lose that job, and that it is what it is. You fucking with your money, baby. But at the end of the day, she's rich and famous, she's gonna and be she, right. she lost a job and it's whatever. Okay. I just, I don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with. Famous people being political—that's the—that's their right. But you can't be surprised and upset when there's any sort of backlash. Like, yeah, Donald Trump is incredibly unpopular and he's an awful president. But you can't expect your employer to 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 want to deal with that. No, 
you can't do dumb shit like that. Even though I'm I'm silly, I do certain things, I post certain things online, I at least don't it's not super serious like that and I at least gave my employers a heads up. Like, look, I'm this is how I get down. Like I I just goof around. Like don't take anything I say like super serious and I'll never do anything to reflect badly upon my place of employment. But also, you know, you just you just I think certain things are just done in the name of furthering a certain agenda, which is fine when it's for the betterment of certain things. But, you know, you can just you, you just put yourself in a hot seat. It's not the same thing. But you seen that Amber Rose picture? Like, yeah, she does. Well, well to finish on this first, I feel like because you feel like I'm about to wild out a little yeah, bit. Right if you're now, famous and I am like, like, like. Look, if you're going to do what she did, go all in and be, and say, hey, I'm going to be super uh, political for the next however long until this president is out of office. Or slow your roll a little bit and make your money, right? Because it's hard to do both. Yeah. Um, and, and look, uh, what she did was basically give ammunition to the other side, the side yes. that she's against. Yes. Because... Everybody pretended to be really hurt and offended. Oh. Even though they were, you know, burning oh Obama in effigy, calling yeah. his kids monkeys, calling Hang- his wife a man. Hanging mannequins of them. Right. I mean, all the shit that they were doing for eight years. Yeah. Famous people, too. But obviously, the no, <laughs> fans but- of uh, country music stars are not going to boycott those people for <laughs> doing yeah. any of those things. No. No, absolutely not. Like, uh, people just don't care. Yeah. I mean, she gave them a... a, a, pl- a an excuse to be humanized, which was a huge mistake. Precisely. It's like, oh, Baron. He thought that was really his dad. I'm like, that kid. He thought Kathy Griffin killed his dad. He thought Kathy Griffin ripped his father's head off with her bare hands and held it up on television. I was like, all right, man, whatever. But I'm bringing the Amber Rose thing up because, like, she she posts certain things. uh, Most, more more than likely, it's involving nudity or pictures of herself uh, for slut work purposes whether it be uh-huh. uh rape awareness or or just a sense of pride and you know not deserving negative treatment for appreciating how you look or or wearing certain things and stuff like that which i do get down with i'm so. surprised so many people are upset i don't understand why especially so men like Men are always so horny this, and gross. This couldn't be my baby mama. It's like, bro, like don't. I, I, the, the, I thought the picture was very tasteful. It was tasteful. She and, wasn't busting uh, it open. She was oiled up, looking delicious. Um, it was. She was beautiful. It I'm. Was, uh, I'm. I'm kind of against. Uh, yeah, obviously, your body. Do what you want. But I'm. I'm not really into augmented bodies. But she's one of the the, the top ones. She's a very very attractive lady. What? What, she had very nice pubic hair. How do she you, did. How that do you shit feel was about laid. pubic hair? People these days it. are like, they like, I don't want nothing down there. I don't I'm understand like, that. That's not going to stop no show. We're mammals. We we grow hair. Um, it's natural. As long as it's not tickling my nose when I'm in the area, then I'm pretty much fine. I but, just don't like, you know, I don't think guys think about how hard women try to look good like all yeah. the shit they have to go through yeah and it's and rough. all dudes do is just get lined up and, and wear then... deodorant if yeah that, like if that if that you know so look there's a lot involved i'm i'm i just try to be appreciative you know what i'm saying even and, if i hated pubic hair yeah who am i to tell people what how they should groom their bodies right that's an adult you're talking to i look like a melted ice cream scoop that fell on a an unswept barbershop floor. And I... With my shirt off. You I, know? I ain't shit. I'm gonna just say, I ain't shit. I'm just a regular person. Like, I'm not out here clapping buns, clapping cakes. We just regular ass dudes. But 
even if we were celebrities or people that were just pulling women left and right and women just was just like doing cartwheels and full splits to try and bust it open for me or you, it's a certain regard that you have to have for another adult, for another person. Like, this is their body. You shouldn't tell people what to do with their body. You know what I'm saying? I've been answering questions like, hey, you know, if I got a boo job or if I got this surgery, how would you feel about this? And I'm like, you know, personally, I think you look nice the way that you are. But if that made you feel more comfortable, go ahead and do what you got to do. That's cool. Even though that's more on a grant, that's on a grander scale. Pubic hair, pu- it's pubic hair. Like it grows naturally. So this this person feels or these people feel a pressure to run into a bathroom and cut off. The few hairs <laughs> they run grown. in there. They run. Oh no, he coming over. I gotta hurry up. They cut themselves up and shit, shredding up the pubic area. I mean, you know, I appreciate a trim. Let's, a trim let's cool. be let's be proper yeah, here. But you know, cool. It's cool. if you don't do it, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, nobody's gonna disown you. I'll say I like I like to see details. You know, I like I like I'll say that I like to look into the area. And just be like, oh, okay, I see where that is. I see where that is. Not like an anatomy. I see where that is. I see where that is. I know what that do. Like, it's not, I'm not, you don't have to be like an anatomy and physiology chart, like busting it open with little lines pointing to the, to the labia and whatnot. But, you know, it's, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. Just be clean. That's, that's it. It always comes full circle to that because that shit is traumatizing when you come across somebody who is not, is not clean. That's all I ask. But how you wear it, if you want to wear it in a kid and fro, uh, hot top fade, poking out, I don't know how con- conventional that would be to wear it. It's going to be kind of furry. It's kind of hot outside, but do you. Wait, so where are we going with this whole thing? We got really sidetracked talking about her pubic hair. She does it for a purpose. Yes. And that purpose is to to further uh, awareness and people come down on her for that, even though there's other people saying way more ridiculous things out here. You know, so, someone protesting by showing their body or we can't. We them. can't say definitively if she's. I, I you know I would venture she to guess she does it for. Her or no no what I'm getting at is yeah. I would venture to say that at least part of it is to remain somewhat relevant. But I also think yes. that this is something that's near and dear to her because she you know came up making a living with her body and yeah. probably being shamed for it. And why not use the fame that she does have to try to make it okay for women to be proud of their sexuality? Make it okay. Okay. And I don't, I'm down with that. That's a beautiful thing. It's an attractive thing as well. The confidence that comes from a woman that loves herself or how she looks, even though it's not for us, it's not for me, you're doing it for yourself. That right there alone is just like, even though I'm not trying to get at you, even though you're not talking to me romantically or involved like that, that's I feel like that's a stepping stone towards being happier in life. And I think everybody should do that or make those stepping stones. You know what I'm saying? And plus, you you look you you're a nice looking dude. You don't look like a melted ice cream scoop that in set at the bottom of a barbershop. You're not even that hairy, like to be honest with you. So no, I mean my arms and legs aren't. Yeah, your chest hairy? Oh yeah. Really? I've yeah. never seen it. Well, why would I just walk around my shirt off all the time? Because it's hot. It's hot. I mean, what's wrong with that? Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, it's not like thick. It's not. It's I just, not. I just felt. I just felt the front of the shirt, trying to see if I could feel like a carpet underneath. But it's yeah, like no, hair. it's not like where you could push it down and feel resistance. Okay, it's just it's covered. Oh, okay. Does it get extra hot, like underneath the shirt? Uh, I don't think so. I Isn't the hair supposed to wick the moisture away? Really? Yeah, I'm not hairy at all. Look that's why you have hair in your armpits. Oh, really? See, I, I'm not. This is all I got. Bro. I used to just have a treasure trail when I was going through puberty. I was all like, the way down? 
No, what are you talking about? Oh. Not from my neck to my penis. I was going to be like, yeah, that's an Oregon trail, nigga. Whoa, god damn. No, I oh had the little the shit by your belly button. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I was, I was okay. like 16 or something. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it just started spreading sideways. And I was like, whoa, okay. Oh, no, baby. What is you doing? You're just like, no, nah, why is this happening? Okay. No, nah, that was real cool. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh. This is random, but I was just so excited about it happening that I wanted to bring up uh, XXX uh, TKO getting swung on XXX tentatively. I don't know what the extraterrestrial. You know what's funny is his song was on the radio when I was pulling up. I shouldn't laugh at that. Like he sound, he's whack. He sounds twelve. He has the same flow as everybody else. He's not doing shit special. Mm-hmm. He beat up his pregnant girlfriend, and then somebody knocked his ass out. Yo, you seen the clip? You seen yes. the clip? My thing is, they ran out and they ain't run out and stop and just start swinging. Like the momentum was in the punch. It was. If anybody has ever played Smash, any of the Smash Bros. game with Captain Falcon on them, you, you'll find out that he is one of the fastest running characters on the game so it was the equivalent of running at full speed and hitting the falcon punch button except there was no pause he did the terry bogard it was yes yes are you okay the buster wolf like where you do this and then yep, go the, across the yeah uh-huh. yep the buster wolf or whatever it is like all of that shit okay and x x tentation x tentacion <laughs> Was knocked out immediately. Why was he? Why? Why didn't he have shoes on? You know, I asked my cousin about that, who was in town recently, and he said that he has like a ballad that he like performs with no shoes on. Nah, he has like a slow song like that. That's all intimate and shit. So you, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, so he got to take his shoes off when he when he performing like that. He just, you know, he was feeling it. People cool. in the crowd probably had their lighters up. They, they had their lighters up, and he was and dude like, was like, "This is a perfect time to strike." Everybody's <laughs> lulled into. You know, <laughs> into a trance. A nice slow song, mellow, mellow. mellow Everybody's mellow. just chilling, and then you just run up. Ah oh, man! And he knocked his ass out, and he had to get carried like, off. We've seen the, we've seen fights in real life. We've yeah. seen them on the internet. We watched the World Star Fight Comp of the Month. I used to. This is uh, this is up there, man. This is high. This is really, really up there. Like it was really, really. But he had it coming. He did. Like he he would talk. He talked too much shit, and um, it's not. He just talk about being strapped. He talk about you know. Fuck this dude, fuck that dude, whatever. I'm not a fan of his, but majority of the fans of his that I've encountered or seen online, because I've never encountered a fan in real life, they, they, they're a little weird, man. I don't but you're, I, you're seeing this more, people extra fronting. Extra fronting, I'm like, uh, And that's, you're going to see more chains getting snatched and people getting knocked out because yeah, your whole persona is how you do some shit. You're in a genre of music where you don't have to worry about somebody swinging on you. At least in in at least while you perform it, like do you do you as a drummer get into like band beefs where it's another drummer and you just looking at that motherfucker like yeah fuck you bitch and you run over and just like crack his drumsticks or some shit like that nah. and got motherfuckers swinging on you at shows. I'm trying to think if we almost fought a band once. You almost no never mind that was in that was in um um a different part of Illinois I forget the name um. Where you almost stabbed the dude. Right, but I'm trying to think if I ever had beef with a band. With a band? Maybe. I'd have to ask Anthony. Maybe in the last band we hated somebody, but... But nah, like... 
It's just not like that. Okay. You might hate somebody, so that's understandable. I think okay. the the biggest issue of being in a band is, like, violence-wise, is if, like... And, again, this wouldn't happen to me because I'm not on that shit. But if you had, like, three different girls you were messing with come to your show... Oh, no. Because that's the thing, man. Like, you're musicians, you know, you could work that angle if you want. And you could talk to some ladies. And then it happened in Mo' Better Blues. Two ladies came to... Uh, What's his face to show wearing the same dress that he bought both of them? No, 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 no. But that shit happens in real life. Are you serious? Because especially social media now, like everybody, everybody knows where you're gonna be at that night. Yeah, and then you'd be like, "Oh, he fucked me yesterday. Like I'm gonna show up and surprise him." And then the dude, somebody that you bone regularly gonna show up, and then somebody that you bone two weeks ago might show up. Oh then... no! See, that's just messy, man. You gotta be chill about your shit. Like you know, just and just not do that shit in the first place. I suppose that would be a good way of not ending up in that situation, but. You never know. There's people who are a little bit crazy, and they might think it is what it is not. So that's why you got to tell them. Be honest. Be honest. Let it be known. Like, hey, and I, I've never, I've never had a musician thing to play off of. I've always been like a regular dude. And I don't think anybody like has I, ever liked me because of that. Oh, really? As far as I know. Okay. Yeah, that's different. That would be super different. But I guess if I. If I didn't have anything to talk about, I could be like, well, I do play an instrument. I play several instruments with my hands. And mm-hmm. then you just start doing magic fingers in front of them, and she start getting uh, mad moist you know, like from looking at the finger motions. I hope not. Yeah, that's kind of nasty in a little bit. So, have you seen the Black Panther trailer yet? I did. That shit look fuego. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Um, seeing the cast, seeing the, the aesthetics of the movie, seeing everything that was going in. Did they get a black director? Yes, it's the same director of Creed. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, I know that they got a, like a woman to do Wonder Woman, and I feel like that's a new thing, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought I heard that, but I wasn't sure. So, that, yeah, that's good. Yeah. The Hotep's got a hold of it, though. <laughs> I heard that, but I didn't see any of the evidence. These niggas, man. I swear on my... What I've noticed that they'll do is if if they have an agenda or if they have an opinion about something... This individual or several individuals on Twitter were just like, makes you wonder what type of movie is going to be. Well, there there were two individuals. There was the fake woke, the super woke, the mega woke, I never sleep individuals, and there were the super hotel dudes. Well, I did see one fake woke take where she said, you notice how the trailer, it's got mostly two white people talking. talking. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, okay, all right, cool. And that didn't bother me as much as the hotel dude being like, make me wonder what type of movie this is going to be. And he had a photo, he had a screenshot of... A guy with a lip disc, and there were individuals with like spears in the background, and there were people from Africa, born in Africa, telling this man, "No, it's a cultural thing. There's nothing offensive about this. Like it's perfect." People fine. really are doing that right now. Yeah, and he was responding with "coon," and that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. This this isn't a meaningful debate. This isn't something. Like, they aren't going back and forth, like, tit for tat, like, learning something from one another. It was like, dude, like, no, this is this is still going on in the country. Like, this is an East African thing. This is from this tribe. This is from that. You're like, you would say that, coon. Go get your, go get your white man director Hollywood people, <laughs> and, and you just go and suck massive dick. And that's what, it's just, every rebuttal was just something demeaning. It was either you a coon, you shucking and driving, you a Uncle Tom, or 
attacking attacking a man's masculinity or his ability to find or attract women. Is he was like, if you look at this trailer and you say something like, "Oh, that's how it is in the comics," though, don't no women want to talk to you, none. And I was just like, that's a little extra, you know. That's to each his own, but you gotta. Calm the fuck down, man. And if I catch you in the streets, I I'm trying to beat uh, your ass. I like Michael B. Jordan, and also this movie looks like it's going to be real good. But what I noticed is that a lot of people are like, Creed was like the best movie. And I'm like, you know, it was uh, fine. It was a good movie, but I don't feel like... I feel yeah, it was like, fine. I didn't... I feel I, like... I feel like some, I, I spoke to someone recently who told me that Creed was one of the best movies in that line of... Rocky movies? Rocky movies. And I was like... Uh, I, yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't know. It was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. Yeah, I just know. I don't. Yeah, uh, people was, are trying real hard to make that movie something that it's not. No, I he was like. swole as hell in that film too. Like I need to yeah. get Michael B. Jordan Creed swole. I liked like, his uh, his haircut in the trailer. Yeah, it was cool. He had to swoop over to the side. I was like, oh shit, that's legit. It yeah, was, was kind of cool. Dreads. Swoop dreads. I'm gonna grow out. I'm gonna grow out some locks and I'm gonna just get swooped over to the side. You get emo bangs, but made out of dreads. And I'm going to just start singing XX Tentacion <laughs> songs and hoping I don't get knocked the fuck out. All my show. friends are dead. Push me. That's a little oozy, but it's all good. Well, right. But you would have to. All be, my friends are dead. You'd have to be emo. Black emo. with your That never emo. works out too well. No. Even though, <laughs> even though even though we do have things to be emo about. Just get a, get a lip ring. Paint your nails black. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. It, like, uh, they end up looking like they're going to shoot the school up. And it's bad enough that sometimes people assume we shoot other things up. We don't need to be looking like that in the fucking school as well. Like, it's just, you're doing a lot. You're doing too much. You can't play both sides of it. You can. I'm not telling you what to do. But tread carefully, you know. So I do have some uh, some uh, questions that I wanted to. Oh, we got to uh, touch on something real quick today. What's up? This happened as I was walking in. Our Twitter friend... Uh, got into an argument, not even really an argument. Basically, somebody said on Twitter that if you don't donate your organ, something wrong with you, something to that extent. Oh, I saw you say something about that. I didn't know what that was about. And what then our that? friend was like, well, and then they had a quick bag and forth, and then the, the person who made the original tweet blocked our friend. What? So, okay. that's a little goofy, but how do you feel about donating organs? Donating my organs? As a... I don't... I'm not trying to speak for everyone, but as a black person, um... We generally have a distrust of doctors and people in the medical field sometimes, and that can work to a detriment because we do end up with high blood pressure and diabetes and certain ailments that could be prevented if we were to get checked out by, you know, doctors and professionals. But that Tuskegee shit, like, right. there's a reason for things. Um, I personally am not an organ donor just because I haven't done the stuff to be an organ donor um also if there were a way to i haven't done the research if there were a way to ensure that my organs would go to loved ones or family members in their time of need rather than people i do not know then i would have more incentive well to do the organs you can't just keep an organ forever i know and that's probably why it's just like it will you know, of course, the timing has it. Like, right. I'm not going to hope your kidneys go out <laughs> right around when I die so I can give you like one or two of mine, you know. But I'm saying it's like, I don't feel, I don't feel any incentive personally to, to be an orphan donor. Wow. I'm surprised. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I just haven't. I just haven't. And I, I respect <laughs> the fact that certain people do, but I, I, I do have a, like going to doctor's appointments and stuff. That's cool. 
Um, but you work well. Here's here's why I think this is interesting because I've met even nurses. So people people come to me they're like oh you work in an ambulance you know um, yeah if somebody's an organ donor you're like you don't you don't try as hard to save them right like what no it's not necessarily but I've had nurses that also think that like I I I knew a nurse who was not an organ donor because she thought that and I was like yeah and it's just like no that's not nobody's gonna let you die so that you can they can Um, like have organ. Like I feel it should be switched because right now you have to opt in right yeah I don't know why it isn't you just have to opt out because nobody's. Yeah, that people makes more sense. I think a lot of people are, are open to donating their organs, but yeah. they're not going to go. I mean, they ask you, but it's easier just to say no when you renew your. And ideas, you know the fun. What the funniest part is, if if it was like that, if it was switched and I had to opt out, I more than likely would be an organ donor right now, just because it's it's in part due to laziness on my part. It's I just don't. I just don't, you know, if it reaches a point where I'm just like, hey, I just haven't thought about it. I'm more than likely not going to do it after this. But if it was automatically like that, I would just probably leave it alone. But I think there's a thing where they can't volunteer somebody. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily volunteering people by default to give up their organs. But I think that will leave a bad taste in someone's mouth. I, I think you should just have to opt out. I think you should yeah, have yeah, to yeah. sign something saying, I don't want my organs taken. But the way I look at it is... I feel like it's it's probably selfish to not donate organs because if you need an organ or your loved one does, you're going to want them to not wait a very long time in the list, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't want to watch them die. You're like, wait, why can't we just get an organ? Yeah. And then meanwhile, what are you going to do? You're either going to get buried or cremated, right? So yeah. we're going to burn the organs up and nobody gets anything out of it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's or they it's just a waste. rot in a casket. It's a waste. It's so, a waste. like, you're not using it. And, and whatever you believe about the afterlife... Uh, your body's not doing shit, right? Yeah. It's just gonna sit here. So and rot. You're not even gonna know what they do to your body if they take your organs or not. So just fucking let people have. It. That's how I feel. So our our friend didn't list any reasons. She just said because I don't want to and whatever. That's that's fine because that's her her body. But uh, it'd be interesting to hear a reason because I don't feel like there are very many good ones. Yeah, it's it's not like like I said for me. You're it's not allowed to if you're Jehovah's Witness, but that's also dumb. Oh, that's sorry, sorry, Jehovah's Witnesses, you're dumb. <laughs> Damn, you just went in on Jehovah. I was one of them. Hey, it's stupid. Uh, for how long? Sorry. For how long? What is the? This is interesting. You know what? We might just forego the questions this time and just like like what what are I don't know anything about being a Jehovah's Witness. Like I know you cannot celebrate Halloween. Or they just Christmas have or... arbitrary differences. Nobody has been able to explain to me the the majority of the shit that's different. It's like. So, uh, they're Jehovah's Witnesses because, well, there's one God, but he got a name. His name Jehovah. Like, okay. fuck out of here, okay? Yeah. We not talk about no God shit. It's Jehovah now. Fine. Okay. Whatever. All right. They believe that uh, there's heaven, but there's also paradise on earth. A finite number of people get to go to heaven. Damn. So, it's, so it's, it's just like, it's it's like a, a club. club. They got a limit. Right. It's just like, you can't wear no Jordans in there. You can't wear so no... So, somehow, somehow there's room... To fit everybody who dies ever on Paradise on Earth if you're good enough, but only like the super dope motherfuckers get to go to to heaven. Like, what do I have to do to get to heaven then? I don't know because I was talking to a Jehovah's Witness who's like technically still one, but they don't really go all the time to church. And I was joking with them, and they kind of took me seriously. But I was like, hey, you know, like if you get back on it, you could go to Paradise. You know, you go to real heaven. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, damn, you know, like, I don't think so. There's so many people over the thousands of years, you know, it's going to. And I'm like, that's that's not what the that's, fuck. Mm. They believe Jesus was not crucified. He was tied to a stake. 
how they make that distinction, I, I don't know. He was tied to a stake and just like left there? The same exact shit, only it wasn't shaped like a cross. It was it just was like a, a stick. It was this big pole in the ground. A okay. telephone pole. A telephone pole. Okay. Uh, you can't celebrate your birthday because every day is supposed to be special. You can't celebrate Christmas because it's not Jesus' real birthday. Mm. Uh, you can't do nothing with organs, blood transfusions. Okay. Something about because, you know, God gave you that body, so you got to, like, respect it or something. That's interesting. Like that. That's I, interesting. You know, I don't know. At what point does walking from door to door kick in? Do they were to... trying to get me to do that shit, and I was, like, 10 years old. I don't want to do that. Really? Yeah, they're like, you know, people would be like, hey, you know, we feel like you're ready. And then other people are like, no, don't pressure him. You know, you don't have to do it. Nobody wants to do that shit, man. Yeah, because you walk the door, door to door, and it's like, and it's just like, you knock. And I feel bad sometimes because I see him knocking, and... Everyone has a belief. Everyone has their own thing that they need to believe in. And if believing in Jehovah or being a Jehovah's Witness is that for you, I made this reference before. If it's gotten you out of a dark place, that's perfectly fine. But don't, don't, don't knock on my door at seven in the morning on Saturday because I'm eating cereal. I'm probably butt ass naked, and it's just not going to end too well. They, well, what I didn't, and maybe it's because there aren't as many parishioners, however you want to put it, like. There wasn't a lot going on for the community or, you know, after school stuff for kids. There wasn't. It was just basically like show up and listen to what we have to say and also work for us for free, essentially. Yeah. At least bigger Christian churches, they have, you know, you can go there on a Friday night and, you know, because I used to go, even though I, I, I stopped being Christian pretty early on in my life. Yeah. I would go on the Friday nights and listen to them talk for half an hour so I could play games and shit at yeah. the church basement. Yeah. Uh, Plus some of the cooking you get in churches is just... Yeah, like some of that stuff is cool, but I don't feel like, at least my experience with Jehovah's Witnesses, maybe things have changed now. There's not a lot of, like, where's the give back at? Like, what am I getting out of this? Mm -hmm. You want me to be a missionary for you for fucking free, take all my free time up? And they have, they, like, the hardcore people basically go to church three days a week, plus they're doing uh, door-to-door shit or standing on a, a, a busy intersection handing out Watchtower and Awake magazine. You know I got hit up? I used to stay near 98th and Cottage, which isn't necessarily a bad area, but I was walking and it was a long stretch to get to the, um, to get to the, uh, train, the red line. Oh, hell yeah. I was walking and I was getting ready to make that left on stone, like some street, 95th, I think. And this car pulls up next to me and they slow down. I was like, what the fuck? So I'm getting nervous because I start speeding up and they keep in next to me. I'm in Chicago. You could pop. I thought I was going to get shot. It is. What it is. <laughs> so, and this dude hops off with a button up on, sleeves rolled up, tie, dress pants, runs over towards me, pamphlet in hand, passes it to me. He's like, all right, man, you take care. And hops back in the car and he skied off. I look down, I open it up. It's a, it's a Jehovah's Witness pamphlet. And I was just like, the dedication must be so real, you know, that it has you volunteering to enter certain questionable situations because I was in the right mind to swing on him as soon Mm -hmm. as he got close if he had not had that pamphlet in hand and I was like you know you got to think about your personal safety before you do things like this it's it's just really interesting to me I've never been a part of a religion where I was dedicated that much to it's weird too because I understand why they think they're helping people Mm -hmm. because the way that that the the conditioning is the way it's being spun but they effectively prayed 
on me and my sister, you know, like our parents had split up and we were really poor and my sister went to high school with somebody and they're like, you know, I think like you should come to church and I'll help you out. And in her mind, she thinks she is helping somebody. Yeah. But and, and in reality, yeah. you're, you're taking somebody at their lowest and most desperate and being like, okay, like you're, you're willing to accept anything positive at this point, you know, come over here and then believe yeah. what I believe. Yeah. Uh, and you know, another issue I had was like, I feel like the hatred was pretty right away. Like they were super anti-gay. Oh, really? Oh. I mean, of course they are. Yeah, but, they make, yeah. See, you know, in the the mid nineties, mid to late nineties, where being a homophobe was accepted, right? Like AIDS epidemic More. is like at its height ish. You know, everybody's still kind of confused, not educated about that. Like, I, I feel like there was. There was an Awake or a Watchtower that talked about, like, AIDS as punishment, weird shit like that. Yeah, super. I had a a special Bible that, like, took, like, the bigger stories, had uh, pictures in it, and they were saying how, like, evolution was a lie. You know, the person that we we talked to the most in the church was a lesbian. Really? Very obviously lesbian. Did she she have to suppress that? At least in that I think she was lying to herself. Oh, Oh. She was... A super cool black nerd lady, single. I don't know why, mm. uh, but mm. she read comic books. But the only ones she collected were Catwoman and Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah. and she had their their busty posters all over. Like it was so obvious. Yeah, and she, uh, you know, she took me to my first uh, comic book convention. She nice. got me uh, a picture signed by Bendis, or was it? It was either uh, Bendis or Bruce Tim, somebody like that. Okay batman thing i don't know it's just it's fucking weird looking back in in retrospect all the the weird things involved in that but i'm glad i had that experience like i would feel i don't i don't i'm not one of those don't knock it till you try to people but i think i have a better understanding uh you know that's why i'm not like one of those annoying atheists because i spent years in different churches you know like my Mm -hmm. my parents or my mother wanted me to experience things and form my own opinion even though my parents were never religious so when my sister started became a Jehovah's witness and then kind of started bringing me in they're just like hey if if you like it stay with it if you don't like it you don't have to go yeah so i got to discover for myself and i didn't have anybody i guess except for the church telling me what to think so that's how i arrived here yeah that's that's super cool i mean at least at least of course there's no 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 form of like racism involved in in that because it's like it was mostly black people and Mexicans and the Mexicans had their own they had a, a soundproof room built inside of the kingdom hall as they call it it's not a church yeah uh, and they would have like the thing going out at the same time they have a Spanish sermon and a I, I guess they still call it a sermon yeah okay so it was mostly yeah black and Mexican at least the one I went to oh this is this is something that I wanted to share with you I've not let you know um, what it was in, in particular you remember there was a story that I wanted to share with you I was at work and I was, you know, in the, uh, in the office, I was getting ready to close the restaurant. Everything was cool. And sometimes I play, happen to play music from my Spotify, uh, from the speakers of the computer or whatever. So one of the servers comes down and uh, the song that's playing is Karate Chop, My Future. You've heard the song before, right? I had to have, but all the future songs just blend together. For me. Yeah, a little bit. It's... So she comes in and she sits down and I'm counting the money and I'm helping her cash out, uh, doing whatever. And all of a sudden she's just like, oh, this song is kind of like, 
I'm like, interesting. I was like, you know, she might lady from the suburbs, and it was all fine. And the, the song is playing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is the song that got Lil Wayne ass in trouble. And she was just like, really, how? Like, what is it? And I was just like, you haven't heard the song before? She was like, no. And I was like, so you haven't heard his opening line before? She was like, no. And I was like, he says beat that pussy up like Emmett Till and she was like whoa yeah, no. you, you never heard you, you really oh fuck really yeah I might have heard that song but I don't be paying attention really man. so it probably came out when I was in the car I'm not so even... so it was this is years ago um of course on Spotify it's censored like it was like beat that pussy up like eh, 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 or whatever sound is used and I was like yeah and uh, like a point at the part and as you heard that she was like oh wow I was like do you know who Emmett Till is? She was she like, not? She didn't know. Oh, that's fucked up. We she got a street. Know. It's, it was, I told her. That's crazy to me. See, I that's, was, that's was, one of those things where we, we talked about before how like, mm-hmm. you, like, you don't understand people's points of view and, and me and you are people who super like try to see where people are coming from and yes. like, don't assume things. Yes. But that shit just blew my mind that somebody right could now. not know. Yeah. So she was, I was like, do you know who Emmett Till is? She was like, no and i was like i cut the music off and i was like okay i was like i'm gonna let you know uh, and i was like i'm not gonna be super duper descriptive but he is a 12 13 year old uh little black kid um that came from up here he went out to the south i couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was either arkansas or mississippi or the area generally and he went down there and he was accused of whistling or catcalling at a white woman she was like, oh no, when was this? I was like, this is years ago when such things were, would get you killed. And she was like, wow. And I let her know that he, he was killed. And just because nah, you of the, show her the picture. no, I didn't show her the picture, but just because of the context, I felt like it was important to let her know how and what happened. So I was like, he was killed. And she was like, how did, how did they kill him? I was like, well, uh, from what I understand, he was stabbed shot um strangled dragged by a truck um wrapped in barbed wire apparently allegedly i'm not sure all of the details and with each thing that i named she was like like the look on her face was like she was horrified you yeah. know and she she's a few years old and she's about 29 30 31 nah, years she old know that shit. i was like she was like we were never taught that like in the suburbs like nobody ever brought that up to us nobody but ever this is a good example of what i'm talking about like where it's we're we're just so conditioned to be you know very angry and write people off right away mm-hmm. and it's like if you're around a white person for instance and mm-hmm. they say something a little off and you're like instead of yelling at them and calling them a bigot right away i mean it obviously depends on what they're talking it about it depends but this is a, an example of like people just don't be knowing they shit don't know and i prod it because if i hadn't asked she wouldn't have let me know I was like, he yeah. says beat that pussy up like Emma too. She was like, oh no, that's wow. And I was like, I, it was a look on her face like of confusion. And I was like, you don't know who he is, do you? And she was like, no. And then I let her know and she honestly looked like she was going to cry a little bit. And I was like, But nah, this is cool. why you have people thinking yeah. like, well, how is racism still a thing? You know, Obama. And then it's like, yeah. hey, you know, this happened like, yeah. in your parents lifetime probably yes yes and towards the end of the day afterwards when everyone's like getting ready to leave i was getting ready to lock down like i was shutting the lights off and punching people out she walked up to me while i was doing so and she was like hey i want to 
thank you for like letting me know like the history lesson because without that I really would not have known and I could have gone forward not knowing this had it not been for you intervening and I was like yeah it's no problem I was like sometimes people just don't know certain things and you're not at fault for that um you know but just and some people just don't have a reason to hop up and look up either American history or black history in that regard so they can't be held accountable but I was like it's no problem if you ever have any questions don't be afraid to ask me them or you know because I'm always here to talk about these things and even though I feel like there's no way to spin the Trayvon thing people find a way to spin the Trayvon thing this is like one of those things where like how the hell can you justify not only what they did but the fact that there was no punishment for them yeah yeah. Uh, and know. again, this is not that long ago. It's not that long ago. There are you people know. walking around right now that saw this shit on the news. Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. I guess I guess the message is, is and we rarely like, have messages, I suppose. It's just... Message? Uh, message. Just go out here with an open mind. Go out here with an open heart. And just, uh, it's, it's good to do what you can. I've been in several situations where I could have attempted to break my foot off in somebody's ass or just curse somebody out, but they in retrospect they genuinely might not have known or they just don't know certain things. And right. I mean, you beat somebody's ass for saying something weird and they're just gonna end up being more ignorant. Like you're gonna yeah. push them to that other yeah. side and they're yeah. gonna be embraced by those people and they're gonna have more hatred and yeah. for much longer. Yes, yes, but crazy. if you take the time and effort and again it's difficult and it sucks to always have to be the bigger person yeah. but you put in the time and effort you could really change somebody's life like legit yeah, legitimately so but yeah um do you want to do questions after the message nah it's all good I'll okay just let it go um i do i would like to say that the music being used for this episode both the intro and outro feature the man sitting right next to me it came it, it's coming from your ep right the the, the group's ep yeah. Uh so I'm gonna leave a link. Of course I'm gonna leave a link. Do you it's it's rare that we have someone who's made the music that we use, like sitting next to us. Is there anything you'd like to say about the song uh in in, in question? I believe uh Mango Kisses, yes. Yeah, I like the song a lot and it's uh everybody thinks it's about sex. I guess it's got some innuendo in it, but it's uh it's a pretty literal song. Okay. Motherfuckers just like mangoes. And uh hey, you know, we are we're trying to record where it doesn't sound this bad, so you know, hook us up with some studio time. Yeah, if you got some info. Actually, uh, come to a show, man. Our live shows are lit. He's uh, I've been to several. He's been to some. There's a lot of beer, and it's a lot of good times. Nah, people be dancing and getting down, you know? They shit. do. They do. It's really, really cool. And also, nobody on stage is getting knocked the fuck out, so that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a plus. Yet. Yet. Just watch your ass. So, <laughs> with that being said, uh, this has been another episode of Spit Sessions. We appreciate you guys checking us out once again, uh, paying attention to us. Even when we get super serious. We're not super serious, but we're serious enough. Moderately. So, we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, take it easy. The bubble burst. The bubble burst. The bubble burst.